Psalm 23, very simple Sunday school scriptures. But let's get the revelation. Psalm 23. Oh, I don't know who I am. I hope I can finish the service. The Bible said what? The Lord. Come on, we all say, the Lord I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He didn't say the government. He didn't say anybody. How do you say the Lord is my shepherd in Spanish? In senior, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's the Lord, not anybody. The Bible said the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. That means my God shall supply all my needs. It's not your permission. You don't Google it. You don't ask. No, it's God. He said, I will lift my eyes onto the hills. From whence comes my help? You see, we got to come to a place in this generation, in your generation, in my generation, that people have to see the glory of God. Whether they like you, they don't like you, it's too bad. In my neighborhood, everybody knows I'm a prophet. I don't go tell them I'm a prophet, no. Even when I'm washing my car, they say, hi, prophet. I would say a lot of them are not Christians, but they respect and know what I carry. Because this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm not getting your permission. I'm a child of God. I'm a prophet. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. That's your problem. My neighborhood, I mean, don't be crazy like me. I'm crazy. <laughs> my neighborhood, my next door neighbor moved in. They move in, and they, you know how people move in, they're new. Uh, they come, your, your, I'm your community. Hey, I'm your neighbor. I say, come, come. <laughs> you are my neighbor, I'm a prophet. Prophet? I said, fine. I said, God said this, and God this, oh my God. Because I've not talked with them. I didn't converse with them. I won't tell them I'm a prophet, so your neighbor, I'm prophet. I told them I'm prophet. I began to prophesy to them. The man began to cry. The wife began to cry. They know I'm a prophet. My next door neighbor, everybody, everybody on my line, I prophesied to them. Is a tool of evangelism. Why do we minister? You see, my message is changing. I gotta come. We do that for us to demonstrate the power of God. Paul said, I did not come to you in excellence your speech. This is the group I want. Because now nobody's translating. So I'm opening up my heart. Now my mind is changed. <laughs> when I travel overseas, I want people that I can talk to, stay them up, light the fire. Because if I can get you and you go out, Monday to Friday, man, you're excited. We go shopping, my wife said, 
My wife tells everybody, he's a prophet. I say, do I look like a prophet? <laughs> but if I'm a prophet, let me do the work of a prophet. In the grocery store, I just began to prophesy. They're crying. I say, you see, you made them cry. We're on the plane. My wife tells he's a prophet. I, I don't look. Do I look like a prophet? A prophet is a guy sitting on a donkey with a white beard. I don't have white beard. But my wife says, I'm a prophet, so I do the work of a prophet. I teach people the power of God. You, I want you guys to get on Facebook, and what we're going to do, everybody, Prophet Charles Dixon. And when we do, we're going to be dialoguing, teaching, having Q and A, question and answers. I got a lot of people around the world who do that. I want to do that. I live in Miami. We live in Florida. I want to teach you. See, my message is changing, but come on. Don't worry. Look, I got a PhD. I got a doctor of biblical studies. I got some degrees. I don't even know what. But Paul said, I came to, I did not come to you in excellency of speech. This our generation, we talk too much. We, we, we just impress people. But we've got to come to a place where we get on our knees. Fast and pray. Let God get hold of our lives. Then we begin to prophesy. Prophesy. When we do that, we shall change our generation. People in our life, people in our neighborhood, people in our church, people in our office, they don't know God. And they don't care about God because we don't make them hungry. We don't make them hungry. Hello? We don't make them hungry. But you see, we got to create an appetite. I'm a race. We got to create an appetite for the things of God. So let's come to a place where the Bible, let's believe what the Bible says. You see, I changed my message. I was going to preach on the Lord is my shepherd and God is moving me. Because you, I'm not preaching to you. I'm taking you like a classroom. I want to demonstrate the power of God. I want to ignite. I want to stay up some things. I'll tell pastor I'll come back only for this group and teach you guys. That's all. Are you listening to me? Come to the place where your environment is not important. Come to the place where you believe the word of God. You are hungry for the word of God. That you get to know God and God, God gets to know you. And come to a place where God becomes practical. Not here, but here. People are not impressed with your religion. People are not impressed with your Bible. People are not impressed with that cross. People are not impressed. But do you know what people get impressed and you get the attention? is when you begin to demonstrate the power of God. And we need the power of God in our lives. Where does the song go? This little light of mine, but we don't let it shine. We sleep. 
So we need to stab this gift. Stab this gift. How do we stab this gift? I want you to put your hands together. Rub it. Just what do you feel? Heat. Warm. You got to rub people. They don't like you. You like. They don't like you. That's fine. But show the love of God. Show the love of God. Show the love. They're going to say, man, there's something different about you. It's not your makeup, but there's something. They may not like you. I go to places, people say, I don't like you. I say, I don't like you too. <laughs> but I got something that you're going to see. Are you listening to me? Yes. They must the power of God. And the power of God is you got to come to a place where you demonstrate the power of God. Yes. How? You get hungry. You have an appetite. Then you learn, you study. My wife, well, is a politician, a lawyer. But when I met her, I said, no, you're going to be a prophet. He said, how? I said, I'll tell you. She thought I was trying to give you a line. He said, this black boy, he's trying to move, put a move. I said, no, Minister Patrice, affiliate to Santos. After what? The Bible said, can two walk together? Except they agree. I begin to teach her. I begin to stay up. I begin to create an appetite. Thank you. Turn your phone off. See, I'm a prophet. <laughs> Even when I speak, the angels are talking. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. After a while, my wife began to prophesy, began to minister. Because you see, when you get close to the fire, you feel the heat. When you get close to the ice, you feel cold. Rub. Like people, don't worry about what they think. Look, they don't like you in a way. <laughs> we are so concerned about what people think about us. You can never change people's mind about you. So why try to please them? They don't, they don't even care about you. But come and let this little light of mine let it shine. Whether you like it or not. I'll give you an example, then I'll demonstrate. Sitting on the plane, we fly all the time, every week, you know, different places around the world. So um, I'll give you two examples, then I'll start demonstrating the power of God. I was sitting with a businessman. My wife was sitting here. I was sitting here. He was sitting here, his wife was sitting here. This is a businessman. We sit in, in first class going overseas. He say, Hi. I say, Hi. What do you, what's your name? I'm Dr. Dixon. In his mind, he said, I'm a medical doctor. I didn't tell him what kind of doctor I am. <laughs> so we're flying 40,000 feet. After some time, I took my Bible, I was reading. He said, whoa. I said, what's your problem? He said, you believe that? You? I said, say, you, you got a problem? He said, you believe that? And he talked his junk. I said, oh, God. He didn't go there. Then he talked, to, you know, I let people talk their, their junk for about 10 minutes. 
I said, I'm going to shut that guy up. I said, what's your problem? He said, you believe that? And he tried to give me everything. Oh, this and this. I said, I said, I believe in that. I said, let me tell you something. He said, what are you? I said, I'm a minister. I said, I matter of fact, I'm a minister, but I'm a specialized minister. What's a special minister? I said, I'm a prophet of God. Oh, no. <laughs> you are one of those. I said, yes. <laughs> you a prophet? You don't look like a prophet. I said, how do prophets look like? You want me to get a white beard with a donkey? <laughs> he said, you don't look like a prophet. I said, oh, I'm a prophet. Oh, you don't look like a prophet. Oh, as he was going back and forth, I said, I said, my friend, you don't know me. I don't know you. I don't know you. I said, I'm a prophet. I said, you, last Thursday, you went for lunch. He said, come on, prophet. Every time, every day I go for lunch. I say, no, but this one was special. He said, what do you mean? So I lift my voice. I say, you remember you went to lunch? He said, yes, I go to lunch every time. I say, but when you were lunch, you went for lunch, you call your office. And the person answered the phone, called Kelly. I've never met this guy. He said, you said what? I said, you heard me. I said, but you told Kelly that you are going to be late and you'll come later on. This, please, hear my heart. The guy was white, but he became pale. <laughs> I'm black. He's white. I'm not prejudiced. He became white. I said, where's the matter? You white now? He looked at me. I said, do you know the condition you, you, you told Kelly? Oh, this and this and this. He was like this. I said, but do you know who you were having lunch with? He looked at me like this. I said, you were having lunch with your girlfriend. He said, shh. <laughs> I said, I'm a prophet. He said, I believe it. I said, no, you don't believe it. He said, and I said, what's your problem? He said, don't you see my wife? I said, what's your problem? I said, I know you're married. If you, if you talk too much, she's going to get all my money and everything. I said, oh, you're a bad boy, eh? <laughs> you went for lunch, and I told him the name of the girl he went to lunch with and got a hotel. I said, do you believe I'm a prophet? He said, yes, sir, sir. I said, no, no, don't call me, sir. I'm a prophet. <laughs> I witnessed him. He said, how did you see? I witnessed him. He saw the power of God. So anytime I talk, he said, shh. I said, no, I'm a prophet. <laughs> he saw the power of God without arguing. My wife and I were going to Germany, Stuttgart, at the Frankfurt of Stuttgart. We're flying I was nowhere in a Jewish, uh, you know, sitting with a Jewish lady. We fly first class all the time because we travel long. So I was sitting there, reading the, I introduced myself to this lady. And uh, I said, I'm Dr. Dixon. She said, I'm a medical doctor. Later on, I started reading my Bible. She looked at me. She said, 
What is that? I said, it's a Bible. Oh, man, she nearly cussed. I said, Lord, help me. We're going to have fun here. <laughs> so I started talking with her. She said, we believe in Jesus and I, I say yes, I'm a Jesus, you know, I believe in Jesus. She said, I'm a Jewish lady. I'm a Jew and I don't believe in Jesus. She told me everything. I said, that's fine. I said, but can I tell something? It's interesting. You don't believe in Jesus, but Jesus said he will never leave me and he will never forsake me. I said, I'm on the plane with flying 40,000 feet and Jesus is here. He said, what do you mean? He said, where is he? I said, wait a few minutes, I'll show you Jesus. No, so she got her wine, she got her cheese, she got everything. So she started eating and drinking. I said, you, I, I'm a Christian, I love Jesus. She said, I'm a Jewish, I don't believe anything. I don't believe your Bible. I said, really? I said, but Jesus Christ said, you never leave me, you never forsake me. I didn't argue, I didn't debate. I said, do you know what? Jesus just walked here. He said, where is he? I said, just wait. He talked to me about you. You are going to Stuttgart. When you arrive, guess who's going to meet you? Your daughter. And this is your daughter's name. She grabbed my hand. I said, no, no, you can't touch me. I'm a Gentile. You're a Jewish lady. She said, how did you know? I said, you haven't seen it. And I said, you see that Jesus? Where is he? I said, you are going to Germany. You are going to do something with your heart. And you're going to a special. This is the name of your doctor. The lady grabbed me. Just give me her. Excuse me. She grabbed me. I said, leave me. I said, you see my wife? I'll be in trouble. I was joking. I said, look, you're a Jewish lady. You are white and black. We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> That's a joke anyway. But she grabbed, she said, please talk to me. I said, it's Jesus. Jesus in me, Jesus in you. That's a song. So I began to talk to lady, prophesy. She began to cry. I said, this is the name of your daughter. This is the name of your doctor. I said, you, you are going to have this surgical she just opened up. I was able to get opportunity to minister, to do, even though she didn't accept the Lord. Do you know what she told me? You got my attention. Why am I saying all this? And I own my time. We say all this because we are vessel. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Temple, how do you say temple in Spanish? Temple means what? The place we have services. We have church service. So allow that God to rise up. Many times your problem, we allow God to sleep. You got to stay up. You don't have coffee? I'm not talking about Cuban coffee. It's too strong for me. <laughs> but I'm talking about American coffee. You put sugar, you put milk, it goes to the bottom. What do you do? You got to stab the gift. How do you stab the gift? Okay, uh, let me see. You, you my friend. Get, get up, stand up. I like you, blessed, come. <laughs> I got blessed. I, I want you to just look there mm -hmm. and pick me five people. 
quickly, quickly, quickly. Five people. Don't pray in Ominous Patrick. No, no. <laughs> quickly, quickly, because of time. Uh, where she calls you, just come quickly, line up. Quickly, 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 run. Quickly. Pick some here, pick some here, pick some here. Quick, quick. You slow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My body is what? The temple of the Holy Ghost. No, you've got to speak that to yourself. I'm t- look, I'm teaching you practical things. I was going to teach on the Lord is my shepherd, but I change it because I'm using this as a classroom. I've got a few minutes. The Lord is my what? Shepherd. I shall not want. My body is what? And if my body is the temple, that means God dwells here. If God dwells here, I can speak. I allow God to move in me and allow God to speak. Our problem is we got God and we shut God up. We say, God, don't speak, don't speak, don't speak, don't speak. But no, let God speak. So I just point, you stand up. What is your name? Go forward. So I walk to her. What is your name? Lady. Eh? Lady. Lady or lady, yes. whatever. <laughs> I walk to her and allow God to flow in me. It's a tool of evangelism. Look at Jesus Christ. Hold my hand. Jesus Christ, John chapter 5, and no, John chapter 4, met the lady at the well. There was what? Division. The Jews and the they didn't talk. But Jesus Christ wanted to break that. Jesus Christ was sent to, to, to evangelize. He was sent to evangelize. So he walked to the lady and said, hey, give me something to drink. The lady said, whoa, you're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. There's no dealing. Jesus Christ goes. And Jesus Christ said, if you know who I am. You see, Jesus Christ was putting a lie on her. You know, when young boys want to pick up ladies, you tell them what they really want. They love it. <laughs> Girls, you tell them stories. They ooh. <laughs> so this guy will say, I'll get you. So this guy told her, then later on. And this guy said, do you know what? Go bring your husband. The lady said, I have no husband. This guy said, uh-huh. You see, you have to be sensitive. You just don't go and evangelize. No! You just take your time. You pray. Allow the Spirit of God to lead you. So Jesus Christ said, yeah, I know you don't have a husband, but you have five husbands. The lady said, how did you know? You see, you open the door, and then you... That's evangelism. You open the door, then... Good. So Jesus Christ, the lady opened the door and Jesus Christ walked in and began to prophesy to her. And later on, what men could not do, the lady went to the city, went to Google, went to her Twitter account and text all the men and said, come meet a man that told me everything. 
She was the greatest evangelist, even though she was a prostitute. But the gift of the spirit, it's a gift. The spirit, the gift of the spirit changed the equation. Even though she was an outcast, she was a prostitute, people didn't like her. But Jesus Christ gave her, used the gift. And she began to witness to the city, the men. And the men said, wow, we invite Jesus in. That was the tool of evangelism, the gift of the spirit. So I walked to my sister and I pray that, okay, this is, see, this is demonstration, experiment. Okay, I'm going to witness to her, but I want to get her attention. So turn around. Turn around. I didn't say stand. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me. Dear God speaks to us in different ways. Get on my Facebook page. So I walked to her and said, look, Okay, last year, okay, we didn't talk. Two years ago, we didn't talk. Yes or no? No. Okay, four years ago, we didn't talk. So, let's, okay. Did, oh, now, this year's what? Talk to me quickly because of time. This year's what? 2023. 2023. So, let's go back a little bit. I, I want to make it difficult. 2023, let's go back. If you take one year's what? Let's go back one more. Let's go back two more. 19. Okay. Let's go back one more. 18. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Then I say, my sister, you don't know me. I don't know you. The year 2000. What year did we say? 18. The year 2018. August the 27th on a Monday you went through a situation with a friend or a girlfriend or I don't know, sister very close to you. Her heart was broken and you were encouraging the person. You were speaking to the person and God is going to use you to minister. Even now you're going through some challenges but God is going to cause that burden. To flow. You see, I've already got in. I feel the anointing. That's why I'm changing. I didn't rush. Okay, now I want you to check this demonstration. So if I make a mistake, don't worry. Have you got uh, your smartphone? Check the date. I went to Russia. I was prophesying. They were putting the dates there. I didn't say, my wife said, be careful. I said, what? Oh, too late. <laughs> so again, the year, uh, what, 2000? And the year 2018, August 27th, on a Monday, you did this. But God said, this burden is not yours anymore. I'm about to turn the turns around. Was it two weeks ago you got a call? There's a call that you're going to be dealing with a person. You're going to be dealing with another person in Orlando. It's calling. And God is going to use you to help be a blessing. Amen. Amen. So, by doing that, I got her attention. Okay. Did we check the date? I don't know. Is a demonstration? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Let's give God praise. That was just demonstrating. 
I'm already drunk. What's your name? Albert. Albert. I heard the word of the Lord. The thing that has, like, I'm going to remove it. That blockage. Some certain things is blocking you. The last nine and a half months. But God said, I'm taking this thing around. There's a burden on you. Because this thing is shifting and pushing you in an area. I said, man. Was it on Thursday about 12.15? You were talking with a friend. You stop. You guys were going back and forth. And I don't know whether you or him, and then you guys were talking, I don't know, like a coffee or a soda just spilled over, but you were talking and sharing some ideas. God said, son, this burden, this thing, I'll do, and I'll straighten this thing out, for it is not your fault. You've been blamed. What's your name? Vivian. A lot of tears. Who was the young man that was here? Yeah, before he gave me the mic, the guy with the beard, what's his name? Just call him for me. See around there. If it's there, call me for me. I just saw a vision. Just lift up your hand. You are a fighter. And God is taking away all these things. And God is wiping away the tears. Covering all the tears you've shed for the last three and a half years. There was a situation that happened in July. And you went up and down. God said, I'm about to restore what a colorless can come when back eating. And God said, even this and that has caused you to sleep, God is going to hold your hand and help you. There's help on the way. And I'll encourage and bless you. What is it? Russia. You are making some decision, and I'm going to help you make some godly decision. I'm going to begin to help you because. You've come to a place where you stood and said, oh my God, should I do it or I shouldn't do it? God said, help us on the way. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to give you godly counsel. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to begin to push you into the right direction because I see three people sitting down and you guys talking and discussing this thing. And God said, I'm going to give you victory. I'm going to give you blessing. What's your name? Uh, Brandon. I want you to jump, jump, jump. One, two, three. God said there's a promotion that is coming. There's a visible promotion that people are going to see it. And for the last nine and a half months, you've been praying, believing, because some promotion blessing was due you but. I don't want to get into that. It was shifted and given to somebody else. And you went through something. But you know what? You trusted, you gave to the Lord. Now this is your season. You are victorious. You are a winner. And God is pushing you forward. And God said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to give you a visible promotion that people are going to see it. Amen. Did I get everybody? You, eh? Because your so your wife or somebody call you, <laughs> your brother. God is going to do that. Where is that young man? Is he here? Just call him quickly. Okay. What we do is don't. We give him a prophecy. He's not here. Also, you can do that. You can prophesy to God whether he's there or not there. Okay. 
Just let, what is his name first? Albert. Let's use him first, then I come to you. Albert, you see this, because it's a spirit, it's not me. I'm teaching you. So the person doesn't have to be here physically. People call me all over the world and we prophesy. Albert, I hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to use you. As I'm teaching, I saw Albert standing there just preaching, teaching on the Holy Spirit. And the fire of God is all around because God is pushing Albert. God, Albert, God is pushing you. I want you to give him the tape or we'll see the video because God wants to use you. There's a spirit of prayer that is really coming upon you and pushing. So there's a hunger. And God is going to confirm miracle signs for Albert, you are hungry for God and God is going to use you. As I'm demonstrating, I could hear him teach and preach on the Holy Spirit and God is opening it up. Opening it up. I don't know, it was not far, I don't know how many days or last month or something, but that's all I could hear. Sometimes God will tell you, sometimes God will show you. There are different ways. At times God will give you the impression, at times God will cause you to hear, at times God will show you. And that's what I'm hearing about Albert. Teaching the Holy Spirit. God going to do. But God is preaching the area of hunger. He's going to be so hungry for God. Amen. You. God says, son, I'm going to do this for you. Eight months ago, you tried to put some things together. You organized. It didn't work. It was a business idea. But God said, now nah, you're going to see it. God said, I'm giving that creativity, that breakthrough. There's a financial breakthrough that is coming. And God is going to cause this one to come. The equipment, the tools, the vehicle you need. God is going to put everything together. And God said, I'm going to prosper you. Because you're a giver. you got a good heart. You love people. You want to just help people. You, when people are hurting, you want to just go hold them, love them, encourage them. That's the kind of guy you are. Even when you were a, a, a child growing up, did you say that's your brother? I know you used to beat him. I know your son. That, that's fine. It's a young man. But you were a giver. Even growing up, you give your toys, give different things out. God says, son, even there's a call of God upon your life. And God is going to use you. God is going to bless you. But God says, son, don't worry about this health situation. This health it is in the family's run to attack men, but it's not going to touch you. Lift your hand. Now listen, by doing that, I have demonstrated the love of God. I get your attention. Whether you like me or you don't like me, that's not the issue. But the issue is you get your attention. Then we can talk. What is this? That's how you allow God to use you. When you go to pass trucks, it's good. When you go out to evangelize, you go to minister. Let people see the love, the power of God. I walk to a person and say, the burden is not yours anymore. This burden you've carried for the last 15 months, I'm taking it away from you. I'm taking things around. I'm shaking it. It's going to be a new day. And God said, I'm going to push you forward. For God said, the things that have hindered you, things that have... God said, I'm causing restoration. 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 A blessing. There's a key 
door that you need to enter. You've been praying last year, July, but God said this year you're going to see it. Let's give God praise. See, I'm already drunk in the spirit. <laughs> okay. Let's stop. Just only two uh, people ask questions quickly, then we close. Who's got any question? Quickly, if you've got a question, lift up your hand. Okay, stand up, stand up quickly, quickly. This, this is a classroom, so don't worry about me. Okay, get a mic. This gift of, um, of being a prophet, this comes to anyone or just people specifically that, that God um, chooses? The gift, we all have it. If you are born again, you get it. That's one. Qualification is be born again, be spirit-filled, love Jesus. Then he will give you the gift. And then you begin to move in different departments. I took this gift and I began to work it. Too many times we get a gift and we, oh, we are so excited. We don't. I prayed, I fasted, I began to clean it up. If you have a diamond, what do you do? You always punch it. This gift is for the body of Christ. But after you got it, then steady, pray, fast, talk to God. Really, then God will move into different departments. I'll tell you, okay. Just, just a question. Just watch me. Who has pain here in the back? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Who has a pain? You miss it. Who has got pain? Okay, stand up. How long have you had it? Okay, come here. That's all I need. Come quickly. I want you to watch me. Because this is... If I can get you... Get it. Okay, I want everybody to watch me. Hold on. How long have you had this? No, no, stand here, sweetie. How long have you had this? Two years, but I've been taking some medicine. No, no, no. no. I'm just letting you know. Everything. Don't tell me. That's all I need. I'm from heaven. No, come on now. I really want to know where you're from. I'm from heaven. No, I want to know the country you're from. Yeah, I'm from heaven. The country. Okay, okay, okay. No, just watch me. I'm from heaven. Okay, okay. Where do you have the pain? It's in the back here. Okay, that's all I need. I just ask only one question. Okay. No, don't. No, no, don't. Don't. We are in a classroom. I'm demonstrating. Say demonstrating. Okay, look at me. You say you had the pain how, how long? A little over two years. A little bit of two years. Do you know what? To have a pain for two years, that's a long time. Yeah. Now watch me. I want everybody to watch me. When, oh, what's your name? Susie. Susie, when do you want this pain to go? Away. <laughs> when do you want this pain to leave? When? When do you want this now. pain? Now. Jesus' name. Okay, nobody talking. Uh, okay, I want you to turn around. Okay, Susie, no, 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 no. Now check and tell me where the pain is. Where is the pain? Susie, where is the pain? Eh? Give God praise. I'm from Ghana, where's up? Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But listen, 
by little, you got to be sensitive to the Spirit of God. You, Jesus Christ said, I, excuse me, I'm sorry, I apologize. Jesus Christ said, I do nothing except I see. Get the scriptures, let it be practical. Two years is a long time for season to carry it. But when I'm moving the anointing, I see what God is doing. So I ask, what name did she say? Jesus. And the moment she said that, it was gone. Bless you, Susan. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. That is it. We all have this gift, but we got to learn how to use it. Oh, I got it. Okay. So I, so I had a question here. Quickly. We, I'll ask Pastor. You tell Pastor. I'll come back and do a teaching. Yes, quickly. No, okay, get the mic. Amen. Yes. Good morning, everybody. God is great all the time. The reason that I'm here this morning, yesterday, Friday, I was studying um, fasting for three days. My husband has been sick for so long, and I... Why I'm here this morning, I was fasting for three days. I'm a woman of God, and I said, God, talk to me. I want to hear your voice. And my husband is very sick. He can't even work. And my first daughter, she's a doctor. She's almost finished to study to become a doctor. And my son, he used to try to be a lawyer. He changed his vocation. When I was intern in the Costco, I met the prophet. He don't even know me. It's That's Costco. I didn't know this lady. Okay, go ahead. This was not the church service. Okay. Please. Yes. And the prophet told me everything about myself. I'm a woman of God. And then he told me, even my birthday is coming on Wednesday. And I just, my auntie just passed out. He even told me about my auntie name. God is good all the time. The reason that I'm here, I say, God, you sent me here There's for a reason. Because the prophet told me to come here and I will pray for you. That's why I'm here. Because this is my first time. You don't even know nothing about my husband. About if my daughter, she studied to become a doctor. About my son. God, he still exists. Because I was fasting for three days. And I said, God, I want to hear your voice. I want you to wipe my tears. Because my husband couldn't even walk well without nothing. Isn't that beautiful? You go to Casco and you meet a prophet of God. I didn't know there are prophets in Casco. But do you know what? If you have the spirit of God. You see, we move in the give We develop it. And we flow. She looked at me, looked at her. She said, you look like my dad. I said, yes, I'm your dad. You see, you break the ice. You just don't, you know, just... She felt comfortable, I felt comfortable. I said, by the way, let me tell something. I'm a prophet of God. Casco. Then I began to prophesy to her. I began to prophesy to, you know, tell her different things. With that, I will show the love of God. You will not die, but live to see the glory of God. The hand of God is upon you. God is touching the husband. Where's your husband? Okay, what is his name? Amen, Remy. Guess what? We joined the Christ anointing. We send the word of the Lord to him right now. You're going to go home and you see a difference. God bless you. 
God bless you. Okay. I got to close. That, that's how you see, I, even, you see, we, my wife and we demonstrate the gift, the love of God to people every day. I didn't even know in Casco, I didn't even know she was here. But look, Casco, you see, testimony. I didn't, I didn't pay her to testify. And that, let's give God praise.